The following classic radio drama is proudly brought to you by theastoundingoutpost.com. If you'd like to help support us, check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash astoundingoutpost. Before podcasting, before the internet, before television, there was radio. The Astounding Outpost presents Classic Radio Pulp. contemplating a trip to Mars in the near future for 150 years. What kind of a near future is 150 years? Oh, it's easy enough to sit back and be content. People like you after Christopher Columbus. Who was Christopher Columbus? You sure don't know your history. Christopher Columbus was the name of the first rocket ship to get to the moon way back in 1980. And people like you say they'd never do that. Ah, the moon's real close. Oh, I'm in no hurry to get Mars explored. No, Maybell? Why not? Oh, I know what she means, Dink. They could be pretty scary, those Martians. Their ears could be in their feet, and the eyes could be in the tops of their heads, and the mouths, for all I know, the mouths might be in the back of their necks. Oh, it, it just terrifies me. Eh, nothing to be scared of. Well, if you'll excuse me, I've got to get to my aerological class. Boy, we sure kidded her, didn't we? Oh, I wasn't kidding, Dink. Did you think I was kidding? Sure, I thought you were. 
Huh? You worry, Kitty? No, I'd love to go to Mars. As a matter of fact, I'd like to go before the expedition does. I'd like to get there first. For what? For what? Wouldn't you like to be a hero, Dink? Wouldn't you like to go down in history? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, Mickey. I'm just as glad, though, that there isn't anything we can do about it. Who says there isn't anything we can do about it? But we couldn't go to Mars, Mickey. Why not? Well, we haven't got a spaceship. We can get one. Huh? Here. Look at this in today's facsimile paper. Bargains, values, miracles. Don't buy a second-hand spaceship until you see Tillman's terrific values. A 2020 BG Venus Voyager, eight passenger, $900, like new. Huh. You see, we could just buy one. Except we haven't got $900. Thank goodness. Well, I got $60 I made last summer doing our job. And you got 45 But I'm saving that. Now, for... Wait a second. Listen to this. 1989 N2 Rocket Cat, three passengers, 8750 What could you expect? That's our boat. But, Mickey, Mickey, it's bound to be a pile of junk. We can do a little work on it and put it in shape in no time. Besides, we'll have 1750 to do it on. Mickey, do you want to go down in history, Dean Sexton? Yeah, but I'm a little uneasy about going up in an 8750 spaceship. <laughs> I never thought we'd get the old crate home. How's it shaping up, Mickey? Oh, it's great. Did you get that atomic battery off the re-energizer down at the fueling station? Oh, I got it right with me, Mick. Only Mick. Yeah? I feel a little shaky about it. And there's no sense pretending I don't. Oh, stop worrying. People have been doing this with old spacecraft for ages. Nah. Sure. Way back years ago, kids used to take second-hand rocket ships and do what they called, um, they're souping them up. I learned about it in History 5. You mean they made space snorters that long ago? Sure. Or only they called them hot rods. That's funny. I didn't know they did any space traveling way back then. They did some kind of traveling. I saw a picture of one of their crafts. And I called it an aura bubble or... A what? Aura bubble or something like that. Oh, you mean an automobile. Yeah, that's it. Did they go through space in them? Where else could they have gone in them? Oh, I thought maybe they just traveled on the ground. Don't be silly. You use jet cars for traveling on the ground. That's right. Gee, Mickey, you're smart. Oh, you got to apply yourself, Dink. That's all. you got to apply yourself. Now, we give this baby a little test. Uh, hitch up that battery coil to the central explosion power. Right. There we are. Now, we throw the switch for a test. You ready? All set. Shall I try the retarding rocket? Go ahead. Okay, cut it. Well, Dink, it looks like we're in business. Yep. Well, maybe next summer sometime we can cut out and take a stab at reaching Mars and then... Dink? Yeah? We're going to take that stab tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Mickey? Yes, sir. Tomorrow night. But, gee, we, we could get in a lot of trouble. What trouble? We might get picked up by the space patrol. People ain't allowed to go sizzling around in space without a permit. And least of all, in a second-hand job like this. Dink. Yeah? Remember what my old man does for a living? Sure, he's a space cop. 
which would make it all the worse for you if he caught you. It would be plenty bad for me. But he's going to catch me. How can you keep him from it? I can find out where he's going to be and use a planet channel as far from there as possible. Do you think he'll tell you where he's going to be? Oh, he's going to, Dink. You just wait till tonight. Professor O'Leary at school, the one who teaches us astronomy. Mm. He's supposed to be the last word on how the interplanetary area is operated. And he says that the Space Patrol covers Celestial Channel 7 every night in the week. Huh? That's what he said. Who? Professor O'Leary. What a wise egg. It just so happens we don't touch Channel 7 but once a week. On uh, Sunday night, sir, right? No, Tuesday night. You would think a professor of astronomy would know better than that. I guess he had his dates mixed. If a person don't know, they ought to ask. That's the way I figure, Pop. That's just the way I figure. Couldn't... 
Couldn't be a comet, could it? No, no, comets have got tails. Besides, it's steering its own course, you see? Miss, it's heading straight into it. It's heading... It's throwing a static beam. What's all? Everything's come to a stop. I can't get a peep out of this thing. I can't... They're going to crash into it. Why don't they get back? Get back! Oh, big sound doesn't carry through space. There's no air outside. They can't hear you. It costs nothing to yell. Get back! Get back! Maybe they did hear you. Anyhow, they stopped. That's some weird trip. That's the biggest, most deadly-looking thing I ever saw. Look, what are they doing? They're opening up the whole front end. Like a huge mouth. Dink, Mickey, we're moving. We're moving toward him. I thought the power was dead. No, no, we're not moving on power. We're getting drawn in. No. They're sucking us in like a whale sucks in little fishes. Mickey, we got to do something. we got to do something. What can we do? We're going in. We're going in. Mickey, Mickey. Where are you, Dink? Over here by the control panel. Oh, I can't see his name. Can you? Black is the inside of a vacuum. I don't understand this thing. I don't want to understand it. I'll settle for just getting out of it. Well, we're swallowed up. What kind of a crash is this? It's like something from... What's the matter? Part of paper last night about... About what? About how we could be attacked by them. By who? The Martians. <laughs> Hey, the lights went on. In the dark. I'm blinded. I can't see a thing. Open your hat and come out. Who, who is that? Uh, I don't know. But I got a feeling we better do as we're told. Come out. See, Mickey. You heard me. Come out. Whatever happens, we we only tried to make ourselves a place in history, Dink. 
I wish I had a place at home under the bed. Uh, ma'am. Hey, yes, Mr. Martin, Your Honor, sir? We have come to a decision. Yes, sir? You are too insignificant for us to kill, too unimportant, too puny and worthless and stupid. Please, thank you, sir. That's the nicest thing anybody ever said to us. This time we are going to let you go. But if we ever lay eyes on you again, if, for instance, we observe you tomorrow night trespassing in this channel, we shall destroy you. We'll be good, sir. You were better. Or else we shall disintegrate you and use your energy to feed our rocket power. Oh, no, sir. Please, sir. Then watch your step. Now get back in that obsolete spaceship of yours and close the hatch. Yes, sir. Come on, Jim. Hurry up. Come on, quick, before they think it over. Close the hatch, Jim. Now, you better close the hangar doors. We don't want anybody to see this space snorter. No, I guess we don't. I was just thinking, Rick. Yeah, I know. Were you thinking, too? Uh-huh. Same thing as me? I guess so. What are we going to do? I don't know yet. We know something that nobody else in the world knows. Yeah. We know they're up there. We know they're getting ready to smash us to smithereens. I wish we'd have stayed home. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. And now we got to face the facts, Jim. I hate facts. Don't you, Mick? I never thought of it that way exactly. But I guess I do. Gee, if we tell, we got to also tell that we went up in the space order. My old man's going to raise supersonic blazes with me. Mine's going to blow the roof off. But still, we got to look at it like Earth citizens. We can't just keep our mouths shut and let the Martians take everybody by surprise. I guess we can't. Are you going to tell? I don't see any other way out. Maybe, maybe they won't have time to raise blazes with us. Maybe they'll be too busy getting ready to fight them off. Maybe so. But somehow or other, I think my old man will find time. What are you getting me here? I tell you, we saw them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Pop. Pop, you got to believe me. What do they look like, these uh, Martians? Well, we didn't get a good look on account of the lights and all. Now, listen. You're trying to play on my sympathy with this tall story of yours. You think you could pull the wool over my eyes. Nah. I knew you bought that old crate. You did? Why, sure I did. Tillman told me just before I went on duty tonight. You think he's going to sell a jalopy like that to a space cop son without even reporting it? Yeah, I never even thought of it. Oh, yes, you did. Probably didn't hit you until you was on your way back. So you make up a yarn to steer me off from giving you what you deserve. No, no, Papa, ain't like that. They're there, Papa. 
They're up there spying. Mm. They're getting ready to take over the world. Oh, you gotta believe me. You gotta. Look, you might as well stop garbling. You'll get no allowance for a solid month, Mickey. And if I was Jinx's father, I'd give him the same treatment. Oh, stop. Okay. Now, will you just sit down and let me tell you about the Martians? Mickey. Gee, Dad, won't you just sit down for a minute? No. You mention those Martians to me one more time, I'll see to it that you won't sit down for a week. But police chief, well, then I tell you they stopped us. They told us what they got in mind. Uh-huh. Well, now, look, Matt, I... You don't believe me, do you? You, uh, want an honest answer? No, I just want somebody to do something. To do something. Well, I'm going to do something. What? I'm going out to lunch. <laughs> Professor Leary, nobody will listen to me. Of course I understand, boys. They were there. We talked to them. They told us. I'm sure you believe it implicitly, Mickey. Huh? This is a fairly commonplace symptom of the imaginative brain. You and Dink were all prepared to see Martians in Channel 7, and so you just projected them. Uh, so this professor... can happen to the best of mine, and I'm sure yours is perfectly sound and healthy. Where are you going? I'm getting out of here, although I've still got a mind left at all. And then what did they do, Mickey? Oh, what difference does it make me, Bill? Oh, I'm just asking, Mickey. You, you mean you believe us? Of course I do. Hey, couldn't you persuade your daddy to take the patrol up tonight? What good would that do? Well, don't you remember what you said? What? If they told you that if you dared to come back tonight, they'd destroy you. Yeah? Well, that means they're going to be there tonight, don't it? No, that won't work. Why not? He won't go. That's why not. As a matter of fact, he told me I'd better not even mention the Martians to him again. He sure makes me mad. And my pop makes me madder. They'll see. They'll start moving when it's too late. When the Martians have taken their homes and their wives and their kids. But now listen. If we went up tonight... And after we were gone a half an hour or so, Maybell went to my pop and told on it. Oh, no. Oh, why not? Because your pop would call my pop, and they'd get the space patrol and come up and... Gee, they'd spank coins on it. No, they'd be too busy rescuing us from the Martians. You mean we'd let them take us again? Exactly. It's the only chance we got. But you want to go down in history, don't you? You want to be remembered in the future, don't you? I'm getting so I can take it or leave it alone, Nick. We can't afford to think of ourselves now, Dink. we got to prove what we saw. Maybelle? Yes, Nick? At 2030 tonight, I want you to go see my pop. Tell him we're up Channel 7 in an old space snorter. Tell him it's against the law. And he ought to go and get us and bring us back and teach us a lesson. Will you do that? Yes, Nick. And Maybelle? Yeah, Dink? Tell him to come in a hurry. Or there may not be enough left of us to teach us a lesson on. How far up are we, then? Just about where we saw him last night, then. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Listen, do you hear a knock in the motor? That's not a knock in the motor. That's a knock in my knees. Oh, you gotta be brave, then. You gotta realize that we gotta save the world. That's what I keep telling my niece. But they won't listen. Mick, they saw the static beam again. We stopped. Look, to the left. Here they come. Here they come, Dink. They've seen us. 
Mickey? Yeah. They're opening up, Vince. We're gone in. We're gone in. taken our money and bought a vacant lot. For what? We could have dug a hole and pulled the ground in after it. So you have come back. Ah. We shall give you a welcome. You won't soon forget. Open your hat and come out. We, uh, we just thought we'd come up and see you again. You're fine. Oh, no, sir. men from Mars talk like that. Burrow happens to come from South Mars. From South Mars is a place I wouldn't want to be. You don't have to worry, Earthman. You'll never be anywhere again. What? You're going to spend the rest of your lives nowhere. Please, mister. What do you mean? I mean we're going to wreck your rocket power and then shoot you out into space. And you'll just hang up there from here on out. No. my pop. You won't see your pop no more, but your pop will see you. How? Oh, you look up in the sky, and there you'll be a new star. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you'll make a wish on you. We're giving these creatures too much time. Disintegrate their rockets, Merle. Right, Chief. 
Nothing left to do but commandeer these rats and their spaceships. I arrest you on my authority as chief of the space patrol. Take a minute. And you two kids are coming back to Earth, where you're gonna get exactly what you deserve. <laughs> You've been listening to a classic radio drama proudly brought to you by theastoundingoutpost.com. Help support us by becoming a Patreon sponsor at www.patreon.com/astoundingoutpost.